All right, this is for the record. My name is Zig. Chuku. AJ, welcome back. And um, everyone already know about it. Uh, it happened Sunday morning, afternoon-ish. Uh, the death of Kobe and his daughter and the six nine other people. or nine other people. Or seven other people. Or seven, or seven other people. Seven. Oh, yeah. But and including them. Um, we'll get their... Uh, their names so the um obviously Kobe Bryant, Gianna Bryant, and then we had um John Kerry and Alyssa Altobelli, and then uh John was a um Orange Coast College baseball coach, and then um Kerry was the wife, Alyssa was the the daughter and teammate of uh well she was the daughter of Johnny Kerry, and she was the teammate of Gianna, and then uh Sarah Chester and Peyton Chester, Peyton was also a, a teammate of Gianna's. Sarah was her mother. And then we had a uh, Christina Mauser, Mauser, excuse me if I'm saying the names incorrectly, but she was an assistant coach for a girls basketball team in Orange County. And then you had the pilot uh, Ara uh, Zaboyan, Zaboyan, something like that. I'm, I'm not sure how yeah. to say his name, but you know, um, as big and a, as an emotional loss it is to you know lose one of our sports icons of our generation. Uh, and the star in Kobe Bryant, how devastating that was to a lot of people, you know. We want to pay our respects and remember um, the eight other people that were involved in that, that tragedy. So, you know, blessings to all their families as well. Yeah. Yeah, so, um, shoot, man, it was it was an emotional day. I was in shock, bro. It's, it, that's going to be one of those things where it's just going to be like, damn, where were you when, when that incident happened? You know, my uncle told me, like, I was watching the Pro Bowl, and he told me literally as they were kick, kicking off, and then I was in disbelief, because like I told you, like, obviously, like, I'm just way more, like, up to date when it just comes to, you know, just sports news, and just kind of just finding out these these uh, big stories, and then so when my uncle told me, I, I kind of just was just like, first in my head, I was just like, you know, who's your source like where did you hear this like where did you see this like I denied it like I think like like everybody else did and I was just like nah like that that can't be it doesn't sound right it, it just yeah. you know and it's it's so sudden and that's just how how life is bro it's, I don't know I guess if there's um if there's any silver lining in this you know it's it's very um obvious now obviously cause like I said um that tragedy brought attention to the fact it's just like yo life's way too short to be hung up on you know tedious shit or small grudges that you hold against people or whatever the case may be so yeah it was tough man it was tough yeah when um when i heard about it kelsey and i was uh going to her job to pick up uh something and I, I thought it said Conan O'Brien, and I was like, "Damn!" <laughs> you know, I was like, "I was like, did they say Kobe or Conan?" You know, I'm lie, so, like, that's the place you ever. <laughs> but you get what I'm saying? I feel like man, RIP to that man, but I don't know. Yeah, like, but you get what I'm saying? Like, I never seen the shows like that. I seen like his YouTube stuff, but, um, but Kelsey came in. The, uh, Kelsey got in the car and she was like, "Did you hear what, what happened to Kobe? He passed away." I was like, "No!" I was like, "No." I didn't want to do anything. Um, I didn't even want to go see the movie. Like, we was going to go see a movie before we went to your uh, tournament. 
I didn't even want to go see that movie or go to your tournament, to be honest. But I was like, I gotta, I'm a man to my word, and I gotta stick to like, if I have a game plan, then I have to stick to that game plan. So that's what I did, and um, yeah, all that shit was just in my mind the whole time. Um, like, it was just tragic. I I low key kind of like teared up a little bit, and um, I know I don't follow like like. I watch basketball, but I don't follow basketball like how you know everyone else follow basketball that we that I know. But you know, I I know like a little bit, but yeah, I think, that shit is just tragic. What happened, man? I think uh, the reason why people who even aren't big on sports or specifically basketball is just his um his mentality. It shaped not only like basketball players' minds, but it was something that was. Uh, a philosophy that was carried over after basketball. Yeah. And something that's it's it's so deeply rooted in belief that it doesn't have to only apply to a sports atmosphere. That's why I think it kind of transcends that. So, I mean, whether people are into sports or not, whether you're a fan of Kobe, Lakers fan or not, you know, that's I'm pretty sure at in some point, you know, you heard something from Kobe that, you know, you took away from yeah. I, I certainly did, and like I was saying, like as a as a Kings fan, you know, um, he did a lot of uh, heartbreaking in my childhood, and I mean, just to hear of, of this uh, tragedy, it was also heartbreaking that you know, I had to I had to hear about that. So. Yeah, yeah. And when I when I heard uh, when I heard the news, I. I mean, just like, just like both of you guys, I was just like, first instinct, just denial. like, nah, like, yeah. the fuck, hey, shut the fuck up. Nah, I it's my Conan. Brother, my brother Conan. told me, my brother told me, I snapped him, I was like, I was like, what? I was like, well, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, bro, don't be saying wild shit like that, bro. Like, and then, you know, of course, I'm like, all right, well, if this is out there, let me go figure it out. Let me, let me see what was going on. It was like fucking, I think it was like maybe like 10 or 11 in the morning. I was, uh, I was yeah. like getting ready for the competition. I'm like, you know. Think about it. Think about all that stuff, and then um, yeah. So I started doing, you know, looking at the articles popping up, and they're saying oh, he was with all these people, and his daughter was there too. And I was just like, man, this is this is like it was really just 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 terrible, terrible news, tragic news. And uh, I mean, like like all of us. I mean, growing up, Kobe's like the first superstar that I've that I saw that I, that I gravitated to just cause, uh, you know, just watching the Lakers games, like as a, like a, from what I can remember, I mean like a four or five year old, mm-hmm. you're just seeing him with the fro number eight, just, just going there, just seeing, just seeing that guy. And you're just like, whenever this guy comes on, whenever you see him in the game, he's going to do something crazy. He's going to, he's going to take over. He's going to, he's going to do things that you're like, if anyone could do it, it's going to be him. Yeah. And that's just the kind of guy Kobe was. It, yeah. It's not till you know, we get older and we realize all the hard work that he put in, the dedication, the stories of him being up at 5 a.m. Mm-hmm. You know, say you tell somebody to be there at 5, he's going to be there at like 4.55. He's, he's already, you know, he's already in the gym working. Uh, you know, just the preparation, the focus, the the real determination, like really just really just doing it without any, before anybody took notice of it, just doing it anyways. And that's a... Uh, you know that's 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 one of the things I'm always gonna remember. What I mean, that's always one of the things I always thought of when I thought about Kobe. It's like hard work and greatness, because yeah. those two things are synonymous with his name. 
the, you know, um, he worked hard and he was, you know, the greatest. Another hard thing just about that whole situation, because like I said, like when it first took place and like when it first transpired and I heard the news, like there was just so many, um, like, um, what's it called? Like, there were just so many sources like letting out information and there was like so many different ones that said so many different things. So like, I think it hurt a little bit more because I didn't want it to be true, first of all. But then second of all, like when they were saying that other people were on the thing and they were naming people like they named Rick Fox and they said another link said that it was him and all of his daughters. So there was just a lot of like inaccurate things being let out. So it kind of like it kind of just held out a little bit of hope. Like maybe they're just completely misinformed, like not not that it would have been any better if it was nine different people. But, you know what I'm saying, like, there was just a little bit of hope where it's just like, you know, maybe it wasn't what they're saying it is. But then, you know, when it was confirmed and everything, that's when it actually, like, hit. And I woke up the next day hoping that, you know, it was just going to be a dream and that it wasn't going to be true. And we were going to be able to see Kobe live on and still do the amazing things that he was doing outside of basketball. I think uh, I think it might have been um, Rich Eisen who comments on it. It was basically just saying that he was taking off and having more of a second career than he was than his first career in basketball I mean I think he's the only basketball player to ever win an Oscar Academy Award so I mean that in itself is unbelievable and it was for the sake of um, explaining his love for basketball and obviously what everything that goes into it like his philosophy of the mama mentality yeah so I mean you can just tell that he was going to be up to great things so it's just a it's just sad that we're not going to be able to yeah. um, see what he had in store just thinking about it it's just like it felt like we lost like uh, a superhero you get what I'm saying yeah because um, you know I'm not going to compare them all but you know each generation have that one that one man in, in the NBA you know uh, like our our family or our parents grew up with watching uh, MJ and we grew up watching Kobe, and as we got older, we grew up watching LeBron. You get what I'm saying? So, yeah. um, before LeBron, we thought Kobe was just, you know, the next MJ. But yeah. you know, he he made his own stamp in the it's NBA. The that Kobe, made, yeah. you know, and um, it's just like I said, it's just like we just wake up one morning and like our superhero, our the person that. We try to emulate like his mentality, the way he worked, uh, the way he, uh, everything that he brought to the game. Um, we just lost that. Even though I'm gonna say it again, but hero, you know. So to to kind of piggyback off what you're saying, and I I definitely agree, and also to the extent to is which um, I forget who I was telling this to, but it was like in, in the past couple of days. Like, I mean. I know, I know Jordan's great and all that stuff. I've seen the highlights. I, I didn't really, you know, like, watch him play. I'm pretty sure. I mean, my earliest memory of him playing, I'm like, pretty sure he was, like, on the Wizards or something like that. Yeah. Or, you know, whatever the case is. I, I understand, you know, what, he yeah. laid, what he's laid down. I'm not taking anything away from that. But, um, now, nah, just as far as, like, as far as Kobe goes, I just feel like just, you know, growing up, we kind of grew up with him, like in a in a sense. He was yeah. like he was like mid twenties. Seventeen when oh, he came in. Oh yeah, he was seventeen. So that's that's ninety six, and that was a year after I was born. So pretty much, he's growing up. He's you know, 
around the age where he's just like a like a guy that you're looking at and you're like okay yeah you're kind of growing up with him and you know to see him retire from the game and um and just just watching him evolve over the years and just being so accessible to these players that obviously look up to him and admire his game and then like oh they they all respect him like he never you know he never uh you know uh I don't know what's the word but he never he never took a step back from what he was trying to do like even when his team was you know being complete trash you you see him he's gonna still go out there and work he's gonna still try to go out there and and teach and and show and you know and I that's what I really admire about him is just uh you know his accessibility and you know even after the league you know uh you hear stories about him reaching out to other players to work out in the summer and to do different things like that and you know and I think that's just incredible to to be at, at his at his point where he could just like be like, hey, I'm I'm good. I don't even have to do anything. But he's he's still like, hey, let's take you to the next level. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. He's shaping other other guys to, you know, to just just be great or even greater than he was. Just telling them all the tricks and you know all the what what they need to do, what they need to focus. You know, I think that's that's a very admirable quality, probably one of his best qualities. Definitely. And one thing I um. Well, our coworker uh, Kevin told us about, told me about it. Kobe actually reached out to um, Richard Sherman because uh, both of them had the same um, injury, the Achilles injury, and uh, he, you know, just talked to Richard Sherman about like, you know, what to do and like kind of help them out a little bit. So like, like what you said, like he does reach out even to people that not even in a sport because you know he's just that type of guy that will like. You know what? I went through this, and I feel like you can do the same thing. And here, I'm going to show you what I did or tell you what I did. So, like, yeah, man. That shit. I think we talked about that on a, on a early, like on the last season. Well, we, we talked about the uh, the idea of the a free game. Like, some people don't want to give oh, you no yeah, free yeah. game just because they're like, it might take something away from them. Yeah. Some people like, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I don't want to tell this man how to do it because he yeah. might start doing oh, yeah. it get better and, than me. And on the other, on the flip side of that, some people don't even want to accept it. Like, some people don't yeah. want to feel like that they're being told something. Like, I think people have this sense of pride about them. That's just like, I know what I'm doing, so I don't think I need somebody else to come in and tell me what I can do better. Mm. And that's just a close, that's a person with a closed mindset to have both those mentalities. Oh, I don't want to tell nobody. Like, all right, like you never know if you told someone they're gonna help them out, or like if someone never told you something, then you can use that in your game. Exactly, you know, that's just and, being close. And the mindset thing that you just touched on is like that's that was or the mentality, excuse me. But the mentality thing was Kobe's biggest thing. Mm-hmm. He was saying the mentality of the mentality of whatever it is is not seeking a result. The mentality is understanding what the process is gonna be like, what you have to endure, and what that endeavor is going to be like and be willing to accept whatever comes, how it comes. And then, you know, if you put your head down and work, then the result will come. Yeah. But if you have the mentality of setting out and thinking that it's about the result, it's not. It's about the process. And uh, just talking about that is like, I was watching this, uh, I've been watching a lot of Kobe videos, like, and it's just crazy because um, he was out, I think, for one whole season because he broke his uh, shooting hand. Mm-hmm. So that whole off season and everything, he'd been shooting with his uh, shooting with his left hand. And I was like, 
that's kind of crazy to me, but like, I forget which player. Oh, sorry to interrupt. No, it's not good. Uh, just on that note, I forget what player just recently came out and spoke. Uh, fuck, I'm trying to remember, but but anyways, he was saying that um, he was defending Kobe, and then he thought that he had him pinned over on the opposite side of the bench. So basically, his his right shoulder with his back to the basket is on the baseline. And he turned to his left and shot a fadeaway shot with his left hand. And then he was just like, oh, there's no way that's going in. Like, And then it went in and yep. he was just like, fucking Kobe. Like, and I remember Kobe was like saying that. He was like, yeah, some guy got mad at me. He was like, what do you want me to do? I, I, oh, I had my shooting hand broken. So what? You think I'm going to just sit the whole offseason not shooting with my left? And I was like, that's just his mentality. Like shit like that is like, like that's what, that's what inspires people. That's just like, I mean, if you're down in any way, you know, there's other ways that you, there's other things that you can do. And there's other ways that you can make up for mm-hmm. the lack of something else. Like say if like, nah, well, fuck it. I'm going to just say, it. Uh, like say if I like break my, uh, break my leg or break my ankle, then I'm going to try to, I know, knock on wood, right? Um, try to, I, I think I'll just... <laughs> <laughs> then I'll, you know, I'll try to do something at least with my upper body, like go to the gym and start doing more upper body workout until I know my leg is strong enough where I can focus on leg when I can walk and all the other stuff. Like there's a lot of things you can do, Yeah. you know, being without that one piece of your body that you depend on and everything. So, you know, but yeah, I, I want to, I feel like the, I feel like the, like the like the craziest part of this whole thing is uh, <clears throat> it's kind of the just the impact that Kobe had, like and and I feel like because I mean every, we all I mean most I mean I guess yeah, we all know Kobe like everybody knows yeah. what he stands for and everything and it's kind of like we we know these things and you know we have that respect for him and you know the admiration and it's underlying it's not something we need to you know. Unless you you know one of those Kobe super fans who's just always talking about Kobe or you know yeah. a, a site or you know a blog or whatever the case is, but we all have those underlying you know the the respect admiration you know the thought process like man yeah you know that determination that working hard thing you know and I feel like ever since this happened uh, since their passing uh, everybody on the uh, that flight uh, I feel like it's just been like like kind of just risen from the earth like all over the globe like everybody's you know, uh, own people that, you know, you wouldn't, places you wouldn't expect. There's just the, the admiration is just, just flowing to the surface. Like everybody's, you know, you know, saying their condolences and painting beautiful murals and things like that. And just expressing how much Kobe affected them. And it's, I, I, I kind of think that's crazy for, uh, not only our generation, but just as, just as like, a. I don't know, I think it's just, like, very interesting to see that, that he affected so many people. Yeah, and just the fact, like, you, like sports is just crazy, bro, because it's something that could really unify a lot of people, and you're seeing it right now. Obviously, like, in not the best of circumstances, because it's such a tragic event that took place on Sunday, but you can just see how how much bigger it is than whatever those nine people's professions are or whatever they were into. It's just about, you know... About the bigger picture, like I said, like if there's any silver lining, it's about family, it's about love, it's about the things that you already have in your life. But then if you, you know, if you're working towards something, then do it with everything that you got. 
So it's a very simple. Sometimes it's hard to understand. Sometimes it's hard to understand why. But, you know, it's what it is, man. It's crazy. Hey, I want to ask y'all, uh, what's a, uh, can you just name like, like one, uh, what are your, what, what's your biggest takeaway from Kobe? Like, if you could, if you could pick, well, not, not, not your biggest, if you could just think of one, one takeaway from Kobe that, that's, uh, that's, that's sat with you, you know, I'm, I'm talking about previous to, uh, to, you know, this, this, this past month, but one, one thing that you took away just watching Kobe, like, or listening to him speak or, you know, whatever the case is. Um, just his obsession with, like I said, like, it's just understanding that there's a task in front of you. Ultimately, there's a goal, but then there's a process. The main thing that I think that I took away from Kobe is something that he said in uh, one of his documentaries when he was saying, you know, when people think it's bedtime, that's me thinking that's time for me to get ahead of the competition. People, you always hear athletes talk about like, you know, oh, this guy's not the strongest, he's not the fastest, he's not, you know, the tallest, the quickest, or whatever the case, but he's sitting there working the hardest. The thing about what Kobe tried to explain is or well, at least like you said, like what I took away from it is I also believe that we're all equals. It's just the, the the work that you're willing to put in in order to get something. So I just think his obsession with winning, his obsession with trying to achieve his goals and accepting the process, the sacrifices, the broken hand, the Achilles, and just fighting through adversity, no matter how it came up and no matter how it presented itself, he always knew that he was going to be bigger and stronger than any problems that could come his way. So, I mean, obviously, like, in a day-to-day life, that's harder to keep in your head at all times. Like, it's easy to lose that every once in a while. But as long as, you know, you have those people that you're surrounding yourself with remind you that, you know, you're doing it for for them, for yourself, and for whatever reason that you have personally, then, you know, you just got to take care of business and do that. Um... What I can take away from Kobe is like, um, there's actually two. Um, when uh, he had that sat down with uh, Matt Barnes and uh, Stephen Jackson. Jackson, and Matt, they they brought up the the whole like the ball sit like the was that um, yeah when Matt Barnes tried to pump like he was gonna throw the ball in his face and Kobe didn't move a fucking inch yeah and um, and the funny part about it like Kobe was like. Yeah, I think when you did that, I was like, yeah, I want this guy on my team. You know, it was just like, to me, like, uh, that's just crazy to hear because um, if someone did that to me, I was like, fuck this guy, you know? But Kobe was like, if this guy is crazy enough to, crazy enough to do that shit to me, then I want him on my team. And um, I just think that's, to me, that's a good mindset to have, you know? To have people on your team that's fearless, not af- go-getters, and not afraid to get the job done. Um, anything necessary, like by any necessary. And um, I respect that because not a whole lot of people have that mindset, you know. And um, the second thing is um, he know how to keep that balance when the game's over. Like, yeah, you're going to be working hard, but he does have that family, like that time with his family. 
you know, like, I respect that so much, so. You? Uh, I would have to say, uh, it's just, it's, the, oh shit. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Technical difficulties? (laughs) I thought I was getting transported to another world, bro. Gear? I can hear you. Alright, shit, we live. But, um. Nah, so I, I I'd say it's the um, just the mindset, just as as far as him being a competitor and the way that he was, you know, able to take all the adversity and still continue to just just keep you know working harder and staying determined. You know, when others would probably just be like, you know, uh, this this ain't working this night, or I'm getting injured, or this this type of thing. Obstacles would just come in his way, but. Just never afraid of uh, a failure. Just you know, keeping going. Um, and I so I seen this video on Instagram uh, like the other day, and I uh, I thought it was pretty it was pretty funny. It was a uh, it was Kobe talking about his matchup with Jordan, and uh, he was like a teammate tried to give him some advice and say, hey, don't look him in the eye. And he was like, why the why the fuck when I look him in the eye? He's like he's like. I, I'm I'm a like I, I work just as hard like I'm I mean he's like I'm great too he said I'm that too he said you can't look me in the eye either and he's like he's like I'm gonna go after it I'm going for blood and I was just like I was like I was like yeah bro like that's that's just who he was he was just determined to push himself past his uh you know past what he like what his own potential was and just take it to greater heights you know that's and that's really like a like some like mental alchemy to like just see where you're at and have a vision of where where you could be and then just get there through yeah. sheer will. And when yeah, you know and, what I mean. And when you're in a team atmosphere, the thing that was great about Kobe was the fact that he he did so much to try to spread that within his teammates. He tried to bring that because he uh, he also talked about um, his leadership skills and when he got to a point where he felt like he was good enough to do X Y and Z. He had the new challenge of trying to figure out how to bring out the best in the people around him, and he said that that was the most challenging thing. But I mean, five rings says a lot, so that that shows you how much he was able to touch his teammates and the people around him, his coaching and everything like that, to bring out the best in them. Because not one person wins championships. A lot of great athletes. If you have good good athletes on your team, you can win a lot of games. If you have good coaches, you can win a lot of games. But if you have everybody that that play for each other and that bring out the best in each other, that's how you win championships. Exactly. That's facts. He got five of them, so <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Five. Five. Yeah. Insert Kobe five <laughs> me when he's talking to that heckler. You know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> hey, hey, there's. Yeah. And those things are I mean, honestly <laughs> they're gonna be around like, forever. Too. Another funny thing: <laughs> uh, Nick Young was tweeting the other. Uh, was it, yeah, it was Nick Young. He was tweeting the other night. I don't remember what he said because what I was laughing at was how Lou Williams commented on his uh, tweet. They were basically, you know, how everybody's coming out kind of with their Kobe stories, and some of them are funny. Some of them, like when you look back, are kind of sad. But uh, Nick Young was just talking about how Kobe would always give them shit. How he threw his uh, shoes in the trash one time, like after practice. And then Lou Williams said that they were in Portland and they got like blown out. And Kobe went in the locker room, took everybody's Kobe's, the shoes, and said, 
y'all can't wear my fucking shoes. Y'all too soft. And then Louis just put like six laughing emojis. Because I know at the time he wasn't laughing, but I find that shit to be hella funny. It's like, you not finna put my brand on you and just play for, how yeah. you did. And act like you did. You know what I'm saying? Carry that mentality with you. So that says a lot too, but it, it's a funny story that Lou Williams got to share with us. So that brought a little light to the situation because that just kind of shows who he was. And you just gotta, re- you just gotta respect that mentality, though. You feel me? Because not a whole lot of people got that. Yeah, and that's a that's a mentality, that's a mindset that you can carry with you, like in all aspects of life, like in all endeavors. Mm-hmm. So I think that's why uh, Kobe's philosophy. Mamba mentality will live on forever. I know you said we lost we lost a hero, but Kobe was a legend. What's the most cliche thing? Like heroes come and go, but legends never die. Kobe's philosophy, Mamba mentality, will will never die. Yeah, I mean, you, you get you only get so much uh so many. I feel like you, we only get so many chances to see something like this happen, you know, in a lifetime. Yeah. You know, you, you, someone who, uh, so who just turns into some, you know, something that they didn't even expect. Yeah. And like, like I'm not to say he didn't have a vision, but you know, I'm sure he came into the league just different. You know, he came in. He was, uh, you know, from the story they tell, he was like a little, a little arrogant, a little high headed, and he wasn't, you know, exactly the best his first season. He was. You know, yeah, he's just coming out of three. Yeah, so exactly. So, I mean, but did his first season he was sitting behind? Like, yeah, no, a lot uh, of his first three seasons he didn't play a lot. Yeah, so and plus he was. What do you expect from a seventeen-year-old? You know, fresh yeah, out of yeah, high school. Yeah, fresh out of high school. You know, he didn't have like the built that LeBron had. Yeah, but, but when when he got his time, he he shined. He he balled out. I think he played at small forward. I think that was also discussed in uh, all the Smoke podcasts with uh, Matt Barnes and Steven Jackson. But they said uh, he came in starting at small forward, which at the time was a big position. But he came in, and I think he had like maybe a handful of games with straight double-doubles. And then he was a starter ever since. Mm-hmm. So right when he got his chance, he made the most of it and never looked back. I think it's just impressive to see someone with that. That kind of fool, that fool, you know, living that young life in the public eye from that age to, you know, to, uh, to you know, the age he was when he passed and just, just evolution and it just, just watching that all play out and it just, you know, just to have all that class and, you know, it yeah. just, it's just some, it's something that, uh, you know, it's something that I don't think I'll ever see play out again. Just because yeah, I it followed him so closely, really you know what I mean? Come around. Yeah, we all we all were just so in tune with everything going on, just because that's what it was. He was on our TV screens every night, and then when he wasn't, he was still around. He was doing things. And he was on our Instagram. Yeah, exactly. You know, what yeah, I'm saying? our Facebook, all that stuff. But yeah, he like was I, everywhere, no matter what. He was on commercials, so everywhere. Yeah. So I just I just don't see it happening for me as, as far as paying attention to something. You know. You know, basically that I damn near grew up with. But yeah. uh, all I know is I'm definitely all I know is I'm definitely going to teach my um, I don't know what gender yet, but my future kid about I'm going to show him like what type of mentality to have and like never quit, work hard at everything you do. You know, never take anything lightly because 
You know, I can see that out of Kobe. I can see that out of a lot of athletes. I can see that out of myself. So, and out of y'all. So, that's what I'm going to do. So, yeah. So, if you guys have any, um, you know, Kobe memories or uh, things that stood out to you about Kobe, you know, that that, uh, come to mind at this point, um, you go ahead and follow us at FTR underscore 510 on Instagram. Uh, we're gonna have a little questionnaire up, and we'd love to hear uh, some of you guys' Kobe experiences, or you know what Kobe's done to affect your life, or you know what what the significance of his passing means to you. Um, yeah, just reach out to us, and yep. we'd love to hear you guys' uh, experiences. Yep. I know we all need someone to talk to, especially when shit gets crazy like this. Yeah. Sometimes we just want to say shit, but we don't have nobody to say to yeah. be like that, really. Yeah, feel free mm-hmm. to speak to us, man. We here. But that's been our uh, episode for this week. Thank you for listening. Uh, and remember, go out there, do something you're passionate about, work hard. And uh, we're just going to leave you with a few yep. words from the great Kobe Bryant. I, I, I can't. There's no way that I can thank you enough for that. So yeah, from the bottom of my heart, thank you. And uh, what can I say? Mamba out.